Coogee Randwick Wombat's favourite son. Blake Ashford joins <laughs> us out of Papa Vegas. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Oh, those three years spent there to be a favourite son. Jeez, I must have done some good time in those three years. <laughs> Blakey, we were just watching you on telly, mate. You scrubbed up okay. What were you saying? You said he looked like he was in bed there, Ricardo. Yeah, we well, were watching the uh, they had the Warriors thing on with you You talking to Monty, mate, with you, all your big cushions and everything. I thought you, I thought you were sitting up in bed doing the interview. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I put about five of my couches together, mate, to make it sort of look like a bed. So um, really prompt, prompted myself up good. I knew I was going to be on TV, Ricardo. So, you know, you got to, you know, put the image out there. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, Blake, we appreciate you coming on, mate. Uh, there's still plenty to go in terms of the NRL season and where teams will be sitting after last night's win from the Storm beating the Broncos. I've slipped into third, so the Warriors won't know until Saturday night when they take on the Cowboys where they're going to sit, mate. Uh, how'd you find last night's game, mate? Ryan Pappenhausen, the Pap-Tide is back. Oh, mate, how good was it? I oh, like. I, I know we're all saying, like, give them a week off because, you know, all the stars don't play. But to me, you, you look at look at the the bright side of it. You saw mm. Pappenhausen back in full form. You saw Far Longo, yep. who was outstanding at the back. And then you go on the other side and you've got Tristan Saylor, who's only played two or three games this year and looked outstanding for them. I just think it gave an opportunity for us to see all these kids and know that the, the game's in good hands mm. when... You know, the next gen comes up, but it was a it was an exciting game actually. It was an exciting game, man, and it probably didn't go the way we thought it would. I tell you, I just put myself when I and Andrew Webster she was going, oh come on, I just want to know what we're doing because mm. now it's all still up in the air. Anything could happen. Yeah, but look, I I think the way Penrith have um, rested their team after Origin and throughout the year. I think that they're not going to rest now. I think that they've got the chance to go after the minor premiership, and I think we'll be versing... Well, it depends on what happens, obviously, with us against the Dolphins, the Warriors against the Dolphins, but um, Penrith, I think, will win the minor premiership now. I think their team is good enough on the weekend, and they're going to play those players. So I think they come away with the win. Just just on the um, the way that teams have approached these uh, playoffs, they've rested a lot. Broncos rested a lot. The Warriors are resting a hell of a lot. Storm, they got some confidence back with a lot of experience coming back into their side. Are you a little bit worried, like, potentially this could trip you up? The Warriors, on the flip side, they needed the rest. Adam Fennell, Blake's been playing everything, so I'm happy with him having a rest. But it can actually derail people's team's campaigns. Yeah, it can. I think the luxury that a lot of the teams we're seeing resting... Uh, they're teams that are in the top four. So, you know, they've sort of got that life. So they're going to go out there the first week. And if they win, they get another week off, obviously. But if they lose, they've got that extra chance. So I don't know how many of the teams, you know, from sort of fifth. I know we've seen Kalen Ponga and those rested, but they're sort of forced, I believe. Um, you know, it's mainly that top four team that know they've got that extra life that have um, sort of, uh, taking the week off. I, I wouldn't want to take the week off, obviously, if I was going into a sudden death clash next week. And because I think you're right, Izzy, I think it, momentum's a huge thing. And, um, you know, to go in there winning is, is massive. That's why we talk about teams that get hot at the back, in, back end of the year seem to go on and make a little run towards the finals. So 
Um, it'd be interesting to see who out of that bottom four with no rest can challenge and what it does do to the top four who have rested. Well, speaking of momentum or lack of, the Rabbitohs, mate, they're in turmoil at the moment. There's lots going on off the field for good reasons. Plenty of debate, plenty of chat. They're taking on the Roosters. Can the Roosters really upset the campaign? I, I, at the start of the season, I thought Rabbitohs, team to beat. Now I'm like, wow, what's happened? Um, look, I, I spoke to Ricardo last week, I think, when I said, just keep an eye on the Chookies because they're coming. Mm. Um, Joey Manu's a massive out. That's huge. Um, I, I think they still can get the job done just because I think Latrell Mitchell, even though it hasn't looked so much the last couple of weeks, he means so much to that team. Mm. Um, like it's going to be one of those games where, I mean, you, you couldn't even write the script at the moment because anything can happen. We saw the last time these two met it in that semi-final match and there were seven sin bins or whatever. Like this clash is since 1908 has been one that if you're a rugby league nerd like myself, you just tune in. No matter where you are, this is one of the games. Only happens definitely twice a year, but if you're lucky, you get it in the semi-final matchup. So, you know, these are the ones that you want to tune into, and I think there's going to be fireworks, mate. Um, I think the Roosters can get the job done, but how much does it cost them? Any sin bins or, um, you know, suspensions could cost them in those semi-final matches if they make it moving forward. I know it's not going to impact anything, Blake, but uh, your old team, the Tigers, up against Manly. Um, the Tigers have managed to pick up a win since Sheen's left. Uh, you reckon Benji can get another W before the season's done? I th- personally, I think Manly are going to... They're, they're going good at the moment. Like, uh, you know, they're, they're staying in games, they're fighting, and they're showing some a bit of brilliance. You know, DCE there, I think it's Jake Trebojevic's 200th as well. He's going to have them lifted for that game at Manly. Um, I do like, look, Binge took over, I think, maybe a month ago in the Rabbits game. And um, they've been, you know, progressing um, with improvement every single game leading up to a win. And then, obviously, you know, last week was a bit of a a dull moment. But um, I think they'll be in for the fight, the Tigers, debuting a couple of youngsters, which is good to see. Um, But, yeah, I, I think Manly will be too good, mate. Close the book. Look forward to next year. Benji will do his wonders when he takes uh, full control of the Tigers. But, mate, Saturday uh, night you got a big one. You're hosting with Sammy Hewitt. You're looking, filling in for Kempe, doing the big call live on here on SENZ. The Warriors taking on the Dolphins. A hell of a lot of changes. I think all eyes will be on that number six jersey to Mighty Martin. It will be, mate. It's, it's a big game for him. Look, I, I, I think... The Webby would have a chat to him and just really just fill him with confidence to know that he doesn't have to go out and set the world on fire just to sort of play his own game and just get into the rhythm of first grade again. Um, because now with Metcalf out for the season, well, I really think he's he's the one to partner Shawnee to where the Warriors need to be. Um, I think he's going to get that six jersey no matter what he does um, on Saturday night. It's just, I'd, I would love to see him not overplay his hand and just, just get back the, the pace and the rhythm because it is a different pace from reserve grade to uh, the NRL and he's obviously had that layout for a couple of months. So looking forward to seeing him, mate, though, because he has got that X factor and him and Shawnee together, you know, we saw some glimpses at the start of the year. They can look very good. So it'd be interesting to see how they go on Saturday night against the Dolphins team looking to sort of get a win that they haven't got 
um, in a while. Yeah, mate, looking forward to seeing how Tamari Martin, but your eyes will be on the three and the fourth number jerseys out there, your fellow centre yourself, mate. Rocco Berry. Man, I've been very impressed. Mm. Probably been the most uh, one of the outstanding centres in the game at the moment. What have you made of his game, mate? Where have you seen a lot of success in terms of the way he's playing? Just the consistency, mate. The the defence has been a big plus. You know, we spoke about the Warriors, the whole team defensively this year has been outstanding, but it is so hard to defend on an edge, and especially for a young kid, it usually takes a couple of years to, um, you know, really get the know-how of that centre position and, you know, work out all the little tricks of the trait and things like that. So he's starting to improve every game. And since he's debuted, like, there was a lot of raps on him, you know, a lot of pressure coming from inside, the, I believe, the organisation. But, you know, with Webby and the right people there now, it's just lifting him with confidence. And you can see every game, every season he's he sort of played, he's gotten better and better. And um, we're in a healthy position, the Warriors, you know, with Roger... You got Rocco there. You've got uh, Leotua, who you know debuted this year as well, and Adam Pompey resigning. So the centre stocks looking outstanding, and Rocco's definitely putting his hand up for one of those spots next year and doing a good job at it. Yeah, that, and that's the question I'm gonna, I was going to ask you, Blake, because this week uh, on our <laughs> sister station over in Aussie, they talked to Charles Nicol Clockstat, who said he sat down with Webby. And was reassured that with Roger coming back, it makes no difference. You're our fullback. You're, we're not taking. We're not putting him back at fullback. We're not putting you to the centres. You're our fullback. You're staying there. It feels a bit like Survivor. Like he's got his torch and he's, he's gone back. He's fine. Uh, all the others are looking around a bit nervously, mate. Who do you reckon's uh, going to be the most worried next year with Roger coming back? Oh, it would definitely be those other three um, centres. Uh, you know, you, you just mentioned Chance has said he's number one, and that's good. I think that had to happen. Otherwise, yeah. the Warriors' season might not have turned out the way it did mm-hmm. because with Chance mm-hmm. looking over his, his shoulder, not knowing what the future is, at least with it there and set now, he know he knows Roger's going to play centre. So now it's the other three. Uh, the three I just mentioned, uh, Berry, Pompey, and Leotua. They've s- got to step up now. I, I, I would have said at the start of the season it's an easy fit. Adam Pompey's, mm. you know, probably the one that's lacking a wee bit. But over the last month or two, he's made a real shift in his game too. And I've seen why he's re-signed. And I've seen, you know, why they've they've had that faith. So for Roger, they ain't even an easy transition back into the game. He's got to have to work hard and show that he's oh. hasn't lost much since he's gone over to Union. Oh, massive, mate. And, and I think he knows he's not, like... Mm. You know, it's hard when you're, you're such a big name, you've done it for so long in the NRL. I think we know he will go into that centre position, but knowing Roger, he's the ultimate professional. Like, whatever he goes at, he, he goes at 100%. So this centre position, he will be learning it probably from now while he's still playing in the NPC. So um, I think he hits the ground running. I know he starts the first, um, the first week when the boys start, I believe. So mm. he'll be straight into it with them and... Oh yeah, like you said, mate. It's it's a good headache to have for Webby. Um, it's something that I don't think we've had in a while at the Warriors is um, the depth in the outside backs, and it's going to be something to see next year, especially um, at those training sessions. See them fight out for positions. He's played on the wing. He's played at fullback. He hasn't played at all, really, in the centres. You've played a hell of a lot at the centre position. People think this is an easy transition into centre, but it's not. Defensively, yeah. it's different. Attack-wise, you've got to run uh, different lines. Can you see in his game 
the transition, like, uh, what, what would you be saying uh, to Roger if you were in, around him about his evolution to, and what he needs to work on to go into that centre position? Well, my, my, my thing with Roger would all be around defence. It's totally different on the wing and at fullback than it would be at centre. Um, you've got to really work with your half because you see a lot of those block plays and um, a lot of the plays are shaped around trying to get to a half and inside the centre shoulder to really draw you in and create the overlap. So a lot of those plays that teams draw up are really around the centres and the halves. So um, he's, he'd really have to sort of do his homework on that. I think the attacking side of things he'll be fine with. I, I, I believe that with him, I would sort of give him the Joe Manu licence, to be honest. I would let him play like Joe Manu and just roam, go wherever he wants. Don't stick him on one side of the field. I think he, he's wasted there. Um, but yeah, defence would be the big thing for me. Uh, I think that's where they will probably train him up for whatever he needs to be done. We had, just had a text through from Mark, actually, on double eight double three. What about Roger in the second row? I mean, I, I, I don't know that that would happen, but <laughs> you mentioned Manu, Joey Manu, and we saw Joey Manu go great at six for the Kiwis. I mean, is six an option for Roger? Um, I could be. I, I don't know. I, I think... Can't kick, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, what he's been doing at Union, mate. He only went over there to get, get, get his kicking practice in, mate. Now he's back. Yeah. Look, I don't know, mate. It's uh, Second row, I think, is a bit far-fetched. Uh, personally, I just don't think he has the size and things for it. But then, you know, me trying to say mm. that to him, yeah, he'd probably go and try and do it then. So, um, look, at, at six, it could work. But I, I think we're pretty healthy there, to be honest, with um, Metcalf will be back. We've got Samadhi Martin. There as well, you, you've got a Dylan Walker who can slide in there when we've got our forward pack fully um, healthy. So, man, look look at these players we're talking about. Jeez, it's a headache, and we're not even there yet. We've still got this year to focus on. <laughs> yeah, it's our year, brother. Let's get on the Warriors, get up the wires. Hey, uh, just quick before we let you go, um, any tip? Give us a tip, mate. you got something going for us. Oh. You, you're tipping about left, right, and centre on other shows. Come on, give us something. Alice want to know. Um, oh, I, I think Penrith will obviously win the, the, the minor premiership, so I don't know what they're into now with um, the Broncos uh, losing last night, but I think they'll they'll do the Cowboys, and I think the, the Manly Seagulls will get a win for Jake Jaboyevich's 200th, so not big prices there, mate, but check them in. I don't think they're the only two losing. The rest are sort of riddled with... Uh, Sort of Instead of with, Smithy's um, multi, we'll know, give it Blake's multi. Like They're that, all yeah. dead set favourites. Dollar ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll chuck, chuck, the, chuck the Sharkies in. They're the three games that matter. All right, so you got a dollar twenty-four on the Seagulls to beat the Tigers. Dollar twenty-six <laughs> yeah. on the Panthers to beat the Cowboys. That's yep. actually better money than yep. I thought you'd get, to be fair. <laughs> and then uh, who'd you say the Sharkies? The Sharkies Shark- are a dollar thirty-four to beat the Raiders. Oh, You're making go. about ninety cents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you get a mixed oh, lolly bag boy, down the dairy you. with those winnings. Yeah, well, I, I do have to speak to you because now that I'm on here doing this and then I'm obviously doing Kempe's uh, commentary tomorrow night, do I get a bit of his wage, like a 10 percenter? <laughs> yeah, something? yeah. Oh, we'll work that yeah. out with you, mate. Yeah, we'll yeah. give you a wee cut. No, if that multi comes in, yeah. I'll send you the winnings. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, Blake. Thanks very much for coming on this morning, mate. And uh, drive safe, safe uh, and have a great call on Saturday, eh? Thanks, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, you too, mate. Blake H for there with us. Talking NRL. Yeah, this is some interesting games this weekend. I, I still think tonight, South Roosters is game of the weekend. That is it? the game of the weekend. Um, 
he, I love his comments on, on the Roosters. They're starting to find a, find a bit of form and potentially could be sayonara for the Rabbitohs. And mm. there's more problems here, isn't there? Cam Murray's just signed on. That's good. Obviously a big loss for Eddie Jones over there trying to persuade him to go to rugby union, started his career at union. But yeah, uh, in a bit of turmoil. Do you, do you think Latrell will leave the game? Because of what's going on, it's yeah, pretty damning evidence that's come through from the text machine. Oh, yeah. someone texted through. Yeah, it's. Uh, mate, honestly, I think probably it's best for him if he took a break from the game. I, I think it feels, it, mm. you know, not only is it bad for the game, but I think it's bad for the trail. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just have to get out, get out of the spotlight, go do, go do something else, get it, get out, get away. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. Um, you know, like I just yeah, the passion just doesn't look like it's there at the moment, and, and he's not he's not happy. And when you're not a happy happy athlete, it's you struggle. But you know, you got to take a bit of an accountability too. Yeah. And for Latrell, if he's able to get his body fit and into the best shape possible, he will be the most devastating player in the game of NRL. And I will say that right now. Well, that's the thing, you know. I, I love rugby league. I love the NRL, but some of the clubs, some of the recruitment, some of the retention, some of the decisions that get made are mm. baffling. Like I'm not a, I'm not, I'm an Eels fan, right? And that that's a whole other conversation. But from a South point of view, I'm letting Adam Reynolds go made absolutely no sense. Like that is going to be one of the worst decisions in the last ten years of any recruitment retention officer in the NRL. <laughs> Reynolds, Bennett. You know, just the list goes on. Mm. Yeah, no, there's, there's something more. Maybe they need a review. Mate, I, th- I think they definitely need a review. <laughs> they definitely need a review, mate. I'll tell you that much for free. Actually, the other one, uh, just before we get away, the Dolphins are into $1.56, the Warriors at two thirty-five. Now, bring that up. Now, I know the Warriors have rested a few. The Dolphins got nothing to play for, mm. right? And I know it's at home. Well, it's at Suncorp, so I don't know if that's at home, but you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's one of those, I'm... I'm conflicted about which way that goes, but at 235, I'm back in the Warriors. The value's with the Warriors. Do you want me to stop the Dolphins? Yeah. Get up the Dolphins. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> the anchor is on. It is 825 on Izzy and Kimmy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.